Good morning, everyone. Cub Cooker here with the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. I am back after a bit of a break this weekend. Today, we're going to talk about finding your inner peace. And this is really important as we move forward. This is the 50th episode of the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. So, big celebration. Thank you guys for making this podcast. Uh, really for putting it on the map. I've had so many people reach out to me now. Um, I'm lining up myself going on other people's podcasts and then them coming on mine. Um, so I've been, I've had several people reach out to me, <clears throat> excuse me this morning. My allergies have been, uh, acting up like crazy. So, uh, but I'm really excited. It's really exciting to, uh, be at 50 episodes of this and already have people reaching out. Our audience on this right now is uh, approaching over a thousand people just on the the audio version of this. We're at our reach right now, uh, just in followers across several different platforms, is uh, over a quarter million as of today. So I am super, super excited. What's up, Faola? Thank you for being here. So thank you guys. God bless you guys for being here and for supporting what I'm doing here and really this work that we're doing together. And I wanted to take a minute. Here we are at the 50th episode and we're moving forward. Um, you know, I've done a lot of ministry things in the past. Um, I've done things with churches. I've done things on my own. Um, and as my understanding and my personal enlightenment um, become more clear and more powerful and, and stronger, um, my mind changes on different things. My understanding changes. And that's what I want to talk about today. And something that's become increasingly important for me is this idea that uh, I was raised in the Christian church. And if you guys don't know that, then uh, now you know. Um, I was raised in a, a Methodist church. Nothing against the Methodist church. I learned a ton of great foundations. And I had some fantastic mentors within that church. Um, and then moving forward from that, um, I was able to, um, do work within the Methodist church as well. And then kind of moving out of that, I've had my own ministries, um, and things where I thought I was going to be, uh, you know, a minister, I was going to go into ministry professionally, um, and things just didn't work out on the way. Um, and if you don't know my story, you can go back and listen to it. Uh, basically, you know, I've run a marketing and video company for several years. Um, and then, um, that, that pretty much failed completely after the whole pandemic thing. So, uh, I've had a lot of soul searching. I've had a lot of things get destroyed in my life, things that I had built and worked really hard on, um, and having to give all of that back and, and just be willing to do that. Uh, has been part of the creation and uh, the decreation process, if you will. So, uh, Charlie uh, Charles says, "Do you believe in white Jesus?" Uh, and that's exactly what I'm going to talk about today, guys. You know, uh, my understanding of Jesus is much different than it was when I was steeped in the doctrinal Christian theology, and that's why I say, when we start this podcast every day, this podcast is for everyone. Everyone that's searching, if you believe in faith, spirituality, and the paranormal, that's why we're here. We are doing the work together. I create these videos and these podcasts as a means to entertain and educate. It's edutainment. 
around those ideas. What we're about to start doing as we move into the fall here is we have a group opening up. It's going to be meeting once a week on Zoom. Um, it'll all be through the website. It's another way you can help support the ministry. It's going to be about the cost of like a Netflix subscription. Um, and, but we're going to meet once a week, guys. A lot of people are not doing that weekly meeting with their groups. But I want to sit down with this group once a week. And we're going to do a free one coming up soon where we're just going to get a bunch of people on Zoom together. Uh, and we're going to start doing the work together. And why do I say doing the work? Because there's this popular thing going around where spirituality is like so fun and really chill and like everything's 5D and everything's like rainbows and kittens. And guys, that's just not the truth. And I'm here to tell you with love that there is so much on the other side of that sacrifice of who we thought we were, who we thought uh, we were building, the person that we thought we were becoming the beliefs that we've had. And when we start to deprogram or deconstruct from that, that's when the work begins. And unfortunately for me, I had to give up so much guys. And I, and I tell you about my story because, uh, just when I thought things were, you know, going to look up with the business and we were going to really rebuild the business and everything, uh, couldn't get any more bookings, kept having people cancel their contracts. And then my biggest contract canceled. And so within six weeks, I had to sell my house. I had to move out of the small country town that I lived in and move back to the city around my family and my friends. And that's changed my life in ways that make me uncomfortable, but ways that make me grow and ways that have made me closer to my friends and family uh, where I can do a lot more. I've been able to go play Frisbee all the time with one of my best friends. Um, and we've been able to do that work together, the work of healing, the work of growing, the work of rebuilding. And that's what finding your peace is about. And so what's up, Trixie? How are you doing? I hope you're having a beautiful day. So that's what I want to talk about today. And I'm not going to probably do a full hour here, but I really want to talk about healing and deconstructing and rebuilding. Um, because I don't care where you're from guys, if you're from a Christian church or you're from like a synagogue or maybe you're agnostic or atheist, we've all been programmed from birth to believe something. And now is our opportunity to deprogram from that and rebuild ourselves in this newer understanding as people awaken and we can see all these things that connect. We can start to put those pieces together. We can start to ascend and we can start to do the hard work on ourselves and our lives that leads to a deeper understanding, a much deeper commitment, by the way. Now, I may, I may have been committed to my religion and I may have argued, you know, at many, many a party with people, people that said, oh, I'm atheist. I don't believe in God. Well, here's why. And here, well, well you need to know and blah, blah, blah. And guys, all I was doing was hurting myself and them. But now, now, within the last year, people have started to see God in me. And they ask, what do you have? And they ask, well, hey, what's, you know, what's going on with you? You're different. Some people look and they say, oh, he, you know, he's just pretending to be, you know, whatever. That's fine. They can think that. That's because they're not even there in their head yet. They're not even thinking about that. They're worried about the things of this world, not the work to find God, to find Christ. Let me take some comments here real quick. 
unfortunately, uh, born again Christianity has morphed into uh, a dystopian nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, you know, and, and and that's with like all extreme you know whatever beliefs and so i'm kind of at the point now where i see this thread of truth that runs through all of them and this is the point in the podcast where you either stick with me and buckle up because we're going to start doing the work we're going to start um digging into ourselves digging into all of these different texts and finding the christ within all of it um and that's really important eat with your family uh together hey absolutely absolutely gathering for meals is so important and guys you know we got people all over the country now that are moving back to be with friends and family they're going back to their hometowns they're going back to their roots and that creates synergy within the family systems that creates uh healing and love between people uh you know you had this whole movement where it's like oh get away from toxic people get guys we're all toxic right like we're all toxic. We all do something that's repellent to other people. We all uh, pass judgment on people. We all hurt other people with our words. Sometimes just with not being there, we hurt people. We think that we're we're giving space, but just by not even entertaining other people, friends and family, we hurt them. And that's just the truth, guys. And so we have to be... It's time to start stepping away from all of this like, no, I can't be around. So, Like, guys, you you and I are both ascending, and we can be strong enough to step in and actually help other people. Do you believe in mediums and modern-day prophets? Absolutely. Uh, tonight, actually this afternoon at 3 o'clock, we're going to talk about David Greer and the CE5 sessions with the extraterrestrials. And that type of meditation that is contacting these beings that want nothing for humanity other than good. And you're going to hear a much different narrative coming out of, you know, media publications about that. And so we're going to talk about that. So, uh, personal moral accountability. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so let's see. Um, I don't understand what you're saying, Bruce. Sorry. You're, you're way more intellectual than me. But to get back into uh, what I'm talking about here, I'm going to read a few. Um, I'm going to read a few scriptures today that I think is going to help everyone. I'm going to turn those comments off real quick. By the way, if you like this version of the Christ, this is not Jesus. This is not the Buddha. This is not. This is a Christ. Uh, whoever you want to make him. I, I, I've been making all this AI artwork, and I hope you guys like it. We've had a lot of people reach out and really like this image because it's a much different version of of Jesus or the Christ. And so we've got this on a shirt now. These shirts go directly to support what I'm doing here and support my content. Uh, so I make all this artwork and we've put them on this shirt. These shirts are about half the price of the full all over print shirts. So uh, I've had a lot of people ask me, hey, can you do like the $30 shirts? There you go, guys. Uh, I want to serve. I want to serve you guys as much as I can. Um, originally when I started, I was like, let's just do all premium. Let's do, you know, but guys, I, I understand money's tight. And, um, a lot of you have, have reached out and want to support what I'm doing and love the artwork. And so we've got some really cool graphic tees now, and I've got more graphic tees coming. Uh, but we did this one in a beautiful purple. I love that Royal purple. 
This is the Christ meditating. Again, not Jesus, not Yeshua, not the Buddha, not Krishna, not this is the Christ in in whatever form you want to put him. And a reminder of what we all should be doing, by the way, doing the work of meditating, doing the work of connecting with a higher source, doing the work of loving others, doing the work of stepping into our destiny, doing the work of stepping into our life's work and walking away from those things that really don't serve us, that really are not adding to us creating a ripple on the pond of reality that blesses others. And that's why I show up here every day, guys, every day, because I want to bless people. Uh, I want people to be, um, I want people to be welcome here. And Bruce, you're my biggest hater, brother. I love you, man. I love you. And if it's all white noise, why do you keep showing up, bro? Why do you keep showing up? You don't have better things to do than hate on somebody like me. If you're hearing something here, thank you. No hate, bro. Good. Peace, man. Peace. But if you're hearing what I'm saying and what I'm about to start laying down over the next 50 episodes is going to be hard work for all of us. But we've gone through this shift in realities. You know, if you guys haven't felt it, we've had all this stuff going on and like consciousness is obviously, obviously shifted. Uh, Zabarius says that shirt is fire. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, uh, cause I don't like self-styled religious TikTok. Well, Hey, that's cool. Well, this is definitely self-styled. This is like my interpretation. So you can certainly go read these texts and get it straight from the source. But what I'm going to read today is, uh, we're going to read some stuff out of some Hindu texts. We're going to read some Buddhist texts and we're going to read some Christian texts. And I want you guys to check out the commonality between all of it because that's one of the things that we're told. And I've been told from a young age is don't look at that other stuff. Don't look at it. That's that's It's evil. It'll lead you down a path. you got to look at Jesus. And guys, I'm here to tell you that Christ is more real for me today than he ever has been. He ever has been. But I finally realized that it's one truth, many names. One truth, many names. And this is a brand new understanding for me. I couldn't teach this a year ago when I had all the stuff around me. I had all the things that I had built. I had all of the prior understandings of my faith that were built in from a young age, all the programming I had. Um, and that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, that's not a peace sign. A crow's foot down is negative energy and negative consciousness. Guys, it's all symbols. Symbols only mean what we turn them into. Uh, and everybody says that I've got a peace sign in the, the title of this and I'm going to keep it there. I'm going to keep it there. So I get those comments. Uh, I've got one on the wall over here and people say it's an upside down cross. Guys, crosses were upside down here to tell you they weren't right side up the way that we think of them. They were upside down and those crucifixions happened upside down. So yeah, I mean, just the cross that people wear around their neck is already a negative symbol. Like, sorry, sorry to be the bearer of bad news with that. You know, the hippie peace sign has been around for a long time. Yes, it's been used before it was created uh, for the peace movement. 
and it was created when we were creating a lot of um, a lot of uh, tools of destruction, is what I will call them. And it was created in protest against that uh, SEMA force signaling when uh, someone signals a plane to come in. Uh, it's it's was created based on those flag movements um, and the uh, the N and D, which was nuclear disarmament. So that's what it was actually created for. Uh, but a lot of people, a lot of people have their thoughts on what it is and that's fine. But I like it cause for me, it represents, um, kind of a new order as far as, as the peace movement. And I wasn't a part of that in the sixties, but, um, but I, I find it fascinating and I study a lot of it. So, and a lot of what I'm teaching has come out of that too, uh, with a lot of different mentors that I follow online. So, um, let's see. Let's see any other questions here. Uh, let's see. Barbara says, I've always believed that uh, one God, no matter what uh, name you say. Amen. Absolutely. Um, somebody says I'm ignoring them. Um, I just don't see a full sentence there. So um, why all my life since childhood I serve God and now that I have fallen for the first time, please don't ignore me. Hey, uh, Israel Garcia, man, love you, brother. I hope you're doing well. Um, I just don't get the full sentence there. Maybe, uh, maybe TikTok didn't post it all, but, uh, prayers for you, my friend. Um, happy Monday from Zatel. Thank you very much. Uh, we should not put any stock in symbols anyway. Absolutely. Cause guys, the matrix will give you signs anyway. You know, like you start seeing serendipity. I was seeing these butterflies all day yesterday uh, and two of them kind of entangled in this beautiful like uh, ball of creation. And they're just kind of playing in the air in front of me. I was out front praying like just just calling down, calling down the heavens, guys. I mean, had an awesome, awesome prayer yesterday. And so I want to talk a lot about that distraction today. You know, I got these jerks that live next to me, you know. (laughs) <laughs> nothing against them but they roll up just booming booming their music you know that's one thing i didn't have out in the country i didn't have distractions i had this peace and i could go walk out by my back fence and you know now i've i've got neighbors that don't really respect you know other neighbors uh we got loud music and stuff um thankfully the neighbors right around me are respectful but some of them on our block you know i'm in here doing podcast and you can hear their music so uh, those are things that I've like, God's put me in this situation to really learn. Here you go. See? You know, you got dogs barking now. Um, sorry guys. Um, Hey, no, I'm on a live hush. No, sir. Abel's trying to be protective. So, you know, the, the, the dogs have been on high alert lately. You know, it's just been this kind of whole thing going on. Um, and let me actually kick them out. Give me a second. Guys, out. Let's go. Come on, right now. Out. You lost your privileges. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Out. Go. 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 My apologies. Love my dogs, but they get uh, they get a big head on their shoulders and think they can bark at every noise outside. Uh, yeah. And that's why I keep my dogs in the house, uh, Shep, because, 
Um, I don't like them barking. I mean, they stay inside with me all day and even they start barking in the house. I have to make them be quiet, but, um, you know, you got people outside, somebody just rolled up, you know, just boom, boom, boom. But that's part of what I'm talking about today is like finding that peace. And I've been in a real challenge lately, just living in the city. Like we've got, there's a train right over here that goes by all the time. We've had construction workers in the neighborhood, uh, you've got people that play music really loud. You got people that do leave their little yappy dogs outside and that's all they do is just yap night and day. Um, and so, uh, Tammy says it's okay. Doggies are doing their job. Absolutely. And that's why I keep my babies inside with me. Uh, try to keep them well-trained. They do good most of the time, but they really, that bass really sets them off. Uh, it sets me off too. I'm sure they can feel that, but so that's kind of what I'm talking about today because I had I had to take four days off. And that's what I want to get into um, is uh, Mandy Faye had a question. Let me jump on hers. Um, and yes, Israel, we will pray for you, Israel Garcia. So you guys, anytime anyone asks for prayer, you know, take note of that. Uh, write down their username and pray for them. I do the same thing. And we're actually going to open up a prayer line soon that will be totally free. We'll play that at the end of every podcast so you guys can hear the prayers of people. Multi-faith, by the way. These are not just, you know, Christian or evangelical or Muslim or Buddhist. These are like every, every faith that you are. If you need positive intention and prayer, we want to open that up to you for this community. Um, and Tammy says, sweet doggies. Thank you very much. They are sweet when they're, when they're good. Uh, Mandy says, does the book of Enoch say that the chosen, uh, will bring on the apocalypse? So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I haven't deciphered really what that means. We're going to get into book of Enoch this afternoon and talk about Enoch in correlation with David Greer, Dr. David Greer's CE five sessions. If you haven't watched close encounters of the fifth kind, we're going to talk about that tonight. Really, really interesting stuff. Um, and yes, Mandy, there is a much different version of uh, the apocalypse in uh, the book of Enoch, you know. And, and by the way, there's a much different version in, in all these other texts. But if you see, the common thread is an unveiling. It's an unveiling. And then you hear about, like in Revelation, birth pains, like whenever the world's in turmoil. Those are more like birth pains of birthing in a new age. And so that's, that's kind of how I take it now. Um, not as this big, you know, end all be all, uh, but it is a, a major shift and, and a shift doesn't come without those birth pains. Right. Um, and so I find it really interesting just as I deepen my understanding of all this apocalyptic literature, uh, which Enoch is considered an apocalyptic work. Um, and so that, uh, like Apollyon was an unveiler apocalypse is an unveiling and rather uh not a destruction but an unveiling and so really interesting stuff um and and again i don't know i don't know but i'm just sharing as i learn and as i uh kind of continue on my walk here so uh that is a fantastic idea tammy says yes uh referring to the prayer uh the prayer line so yeah i actually have a google number already set up that's going to be over on the website soon uh, for you guys to go and drop those prayers over there. Um, and like I said, they will be public, so they will be played on the air publicly. Uh, so just a disclaimer, you know, don't use, you know, your your spouse's name in it or anything like that. You know, you can just use your first name or something. But um, 
just to try to give anonymity to people, but also make sure that we can pray for each other. So, uh, so I want to read a couple of things like, you know, I always go back because I was raised in a, in a Christian church. So I always kind of look at the Bible first and then I kind of expand from there. That's just how I do it. And that's how I'm going to continue to do it because I know more about the biblical scriptures and canon than I do anything else. So I can start there and then kind of expand from there. Um, so in John sixteen thirty three, it says, I have said these things to you that you, uh, that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So that's a comforting thing. If you personally know Jesus and you can reach out and shake his hand, but we have to understand guys, a lot of these scriptures and a lot of what I'm learning now, these are esoteric, which means it is an inward meaning. It has a personal, a deeper spiritual meaning than just a surface meaning. So while he may have been talking to the apostles at that time, we can expand that into this understanding that because of him, we can overcome the world. He has overcome the world and that we may have peace in the things that he has taught. And that's where, especially with like the Western church, um, we've kind of taken all these teachings and made them into to like a list of doctrine. And then we argue about them all between the lines. And I realize that's been done with other faiths too, but uh, I've seen it more in the Western church, uh, Christian church specifically. So Second uh, Thessalonians 3.16, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. So that's comforting. But again, when you turn that into the Christian God, then it becomes, well, you've got to be in that club. You've got to be in. And that's why I'm big on the universal Christ. And that's why I'm talking about the universal Christ. And I had a pastor a while back tell me, and I will never forget this day. This this individual looked at me and said, Jesus is not Buddha. And ever since then, to me, that was a clue. Okay, I need to look into Buddha because maybe... There's something to that. And I want to read you guys a couple of Buddhist scriptures here that are really interesting. Uh, let me open up the book. So Buddhist Psalms, you can get this free on the Apple book uh, store. Wisdom of East Buddhist Psalms. And there's a bunch of different types of Buddhism. I'm not an expert on them, but I'm start. I'm literally just now starting to read Buddhist scripture. And you guys are going to see a really interesting parallel, especially if you've read your Bible before. And to me, this these are not competing ideas, guys. To me, these are all, again, one truth, many different names. Many different names. Um, okay, so. Lauding the Infinite One is the first psalm here in this Buddhist psalm book that I, that I got for free over here. So, since he who is infinite attained unto the wisdom supreme. The long, long ages of the 10 kalpas have rolled away. I don't know what that is. I haven't gotten enough into their mythology. The light of his Dharma Kaya is in this world. Eyes to the blind. So basically, and I don't know what Dharmakaya is. I could look that up here in a second. But the light of that is 
in this world, eyes to the blind. Basically, you know, what did Christ talk about all the time? Like, you know, now you have eyes to see, those with eyes to see, ears to hear. Um, that if thine eye be single, the whole body is full of what? Light, full of light. Seek refuge in the true illumination, for the light of his wisdom is infinite, is infinite. In all the worlds, there is nothing upon which his light shines not. Interesting. Take refuge in the light universal. As the light of his deliverance is boundless, he who is within it is freed from the lie of affirmation or denial. And that's interesting too. So you kind of have these, you know, more of those dogmatic ideas, like being freed from that. This is just my interpretation, guys. There's, there's scholars that can interpret this, and there's people that practice this that can interpret it. I'm just sharing like what I got when I read it. So, uh, Eric, great question. Why are there so many contradictions in the Bible? Because the Bible was written by men, and it was written to try to draw parallels between Jesus and the Jewish tradition. And so we have an amalgamation of different ideas. And go back and watch my podcast. If you have not watched, uh, Is Yahweh the Father of Christ? Go watch that and you're going to get a whole different view of like what this Bible really is. Something that none of us have been taught in church. None of us have been taught in church. Um, and so I, I won't get into that, but my my theory is that Yahweh is not the father that Christ spoke of because there is no correlation. There is just, it, if you read, if you're a new reader to the Bible and you just start reading through it chronological order, you're going to go, dude, that's not the same God. Like, wow, Jesus came to conquer these old gods, not, not like corroborate them. Why would he have to buy us back from his loving father? That doesn't make any sense, guys doesn't make any sense uh and uh azul phoenix says so confused yeah absolutely i mean that's when we read these texts and we don't read them as kind of one body of work because there's no no new ideas under the sun guys all of these ideas and inspirations are pulling from a universal consciousness which i'm going to talk about in a minute we've even started to understand that your consciousness is not in your brain. Your brain is a computer that pulls from the consciousness. Uh, you know, just like your phone might be a brain, but the Wi-Fi is where the information is really coming from. That's more like what our consciousness is. And they've even looked at like neurons in a brain and the web of neurons and then looked at like the largest picture of the universe we have and they look almost identical. It's like the universe is this giant neural network of communication and ideas and downloads of consciousness. And so when you start to look at reality in that form, that's where these ideas where you have the Buddhist and the Hindu uh, and then you have the Christian ideas, like it all starts to make more sense. And what Jesus was speaking sounds a lot more like Eastern, Eastern philosophy uh, than what we've kind of morphed it into today. So... Uh, I don't know, uh, how Jews don't believe in the new Testament. Well, I mean, you know, some of them believe in it, but they just don't buy into that. He was the Messiah. Um, and you know, but again, I don't buy into the idea that he was the only one. 
I think that entity, that truth, that light has manifest and reincarnated over and over and over and over and over and over and over in human histories and timelines so that no one, no one in this timeline or the next or the one before has missed the opportunity to find that truth and light. Because I'm sorry, my God is infinite, and I just don't believe that it would be this one person, this one timeline, that was the end-all, be-all. That's where I differ a lot from a lot of uh, you know, other Christian channels that, that don't agree with what I'm saying, and that's totally cool. But for me, Christ is this infinite wavelength of love and oneness and light. That's who he's become for me. And the more I dig and the more I understand, the more that peace is coming from him and it's not the historical him it's not the jesus him it's not the buddha him it's not the krishna him it's that entity that's really in all of us because the bible says that the word of god was in the beginning and nothing was created without the word of god and then it says the word became flesh through christ so what does that mean how does a word become flesh well that word for word is actually the greek word Logos, logos, logos means divine expression or computation. So the divine consciousness and the expression thereof of that love and that oneness and that light. Is that not within all of us? If we're willing to let go of all these things we thought. Because I don't know about you guys, but I've looked for peace in substances. I've looked for it in relationships. I've looked for it uh, in alcohol. I've looked for it in all these things. And I've found nothing other than heartache and destruction, really. And by the way, I've looked in Christianity and I've looked in my Bible and I've found nothing but questions and confusion. But when I went, wait a minute, this is one piece of a big puzzle. And if we can get that puzzle... Like, how do people find salvation that don't even have access to books? That just have dreams. People say, oh, they're dreaming of Jesus. They're not calling him Jesus. They're saying, this being of light came to me and, and said, you know, everything is one and we are all we're all connected. Serve your neighbor. Love that God, that truth, that light with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. Phoenix says, yes, so many more questions. Absolutely. So when I started to read my Bible and then I started to read Buddhist Psalms and I'm starting to read Hindu scripture and I'm starting to see this weird correlation between what this, this is, the infinite one here in the Buddhist Psalm that we're reading. Guys, it's, it's pretty deep. It's pretty deep. And there's, there's a peace. There's a peace that's available to all of us. I low-key think we are all a part of God, uh, and the rapture is joining him. Legit fusion. Amen. Amen, Jesus warrior. Dude, that's what I've been talking about for a while now, and that message just starts getting stronger, and I really appreciate you saying that. That's what I'm talking about, that universal consciousness, that mind of God. And I did a whole podcast and several videos. Some of them were not well-received by uh, certain people in the community, but... Uh, that I was raptured in 2020. I was caught up in spirit to Christ for sure. Consciousness was elevated. Uh, I've been upgraded this year. Everybody talks about these solar flares and 
being like genetic upgrades and stuff. You know, I haven't done like any uh, biological research to look at mine or anything. Some people have. Uh, but I'm telling you, there's upgrades going on. That consciousness is being upgraded. And the old me, uh, you know, it's like a different timeline. You know, who I was and who I am now. And people talk about that when you get saved. But then people talk about, oh, they still struggle with all this stuff. And guys, I'm telling you, when you're really raptured, you're really caught up to that. Like that old stuff doesn't even have the flavor anymore. Like alcohol doesn't even, I don't even want it anymore. Because I found something much better, much deeper, much more expanding for my consciousness. Uh, so the different religions are not talking about the same God energy. No, I believe they are, uh, Phoenix. I believe that, you know, there's in, in all of these different religions, there's like a, a creator and then there's makers. And the same thing is in Christianity. We just kind of been covered it up over all the years. Uh, because you have Yahweh, the maker, and you have all these other gods that the most high God, the creator, that energy, that source sent the people out amongst their gods because they wanted to worship that physical thing. They wanted the resources that these gods were bringing on the earth. And that's where ancient astronaut theory comes in. Um, Phoenix says, yes, upgrades are coming hard and fast. Absolutely. I got like the worst headache the other day, got dizzy. I had to take a, like a three hour nap. That's why I took four days off because another mentor on TikTok was like, hey, you know, source God is saying right now, just take a break and let me continue these upgrades, get the rest that your biological form needs, and then come back, you know, in three or four days. So I went, you know what? Okay, that was Thursday. So I didn't do Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, here I am. It's Monday and I'm back and I do feel better but I definitely feel like I went through some sort of timeline upgrade, some sort of jump. You guys that don't understand what I'm talking about, that's okay. Don't let all these spiritual terms freak you out. Um, just the more you dig and the more you read, and the more you read some of the scriptures I'm talking about, you kind of start to see reality is this fluidity that we can actually affect. Um, now the physical matrix was made by something to kind of keep us, but when we start transcending through that and stepping into what people call a higher self, that's when we can be raptured up to the mind of Christ. And um, is he really coming one of these days, like in a physical form, like to like live with all the people? Sure. I don't know. I mean, maybe I did a whole podcast on is Jesus an alien? I mean, by all intents and purposes, yeah, he was not from around here. And the ascension of Christ was certainly extraterrestrial in nature. So I don't know. But I'm just saying, he came to do something way more than create a religion. In whatever form. You start looking at the Buddha, you know, you start looking at Krishna. Um, there's a whole theory that Jesus actually came out of Egypt. Some crazy stuff, guys. But it's certainly not outside the realm of possibility because, again, my God is infinite. And this truth is so infinite that, call it whatever you want, uh, it's there. It's there, guys. Can you elaborate on being uh, caught up in the clouds? So I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, another TikToker, um, and we were talking about that, you know, because you've got a lot of that theology Jesus talks a lot about the kingdom within, the kingdom within. The kingdom does not come with visible signs. Uh, you know, oh, you wicked generation, you're looking for a sign on a cloud. You know, the kingdom does not come with, 
you know, thine eye be single, like all of these more Eastern philosophy type things. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, he's like, you know, you, you who are standing here will see the son of man coming on a cloud. So there's two different schools of thought on that. There's probably a lot more, but the two that I've been exposed to is one is that already happened. He was transfigured. He was actually taken up in a craft. He was turned into his light body. He actually ascended to another level, another realm, and they saw it there and it happened and that's been fulfilled. And now we have the opportunity to follow in the same path and become the same type of being as him. The other idea is that, oh, he's coming. There's going to be this rapture thing and all these people that follow him are going to be beamed up just like that. Um, and that was made really popular, especially in the nineties and my time when all the left behind books came out. So I don't really buy into that one because to me, he came to share a universal consciousness with us and, and a level of ascension that we can all attain. Uh, I also think that reincarnation is all over the Bible, all over the Bible. I mean, literally, uh, you know, he said, if you can believe it, John the Baptist is Elijah. You know, he's not talking about like, oh, he has the same mind or the same understanding. No, like it was him. Like, dude, it was him. So, again, this is stuff you're just not going to hear from a pulpit because you've got thousands of years of tradition around that, that even when you go train, because I started to go through a lot of that training, guys, and, and what it was, and I'm not saying a little bit. I mean, I've taken online courses. I started to read the, the books to train to become a minister, all the stuff. And it's all from like a certain point of view. Like we know this is true. So just believe that. And then this is how you have to view it. And that's why I keep this channel super open to like, it's your interpretation, not mine. I cannot walk your walk for you. I cannot tell you to go give up all this stuff and go find truth. I can't tell you that the Bible is not infallible. I can tell you I believe that because I think, I mean, I can read a thousand different versions now and I can tell you they don't all say the same thing. Uh, wait, what? Elijah was John the Baptist? Yes, Tammy, absolutely. Um, let me look up that verse too. Um, Elijah, John the Baptist. Everybody's like, oh, you're so smart with this. Guys, I have Google. I have Google. Um Let's see what verse was that from. Da, 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 da. I'm horrible at verse memory too, so forgive me on that. Um, okay, Luke one seventeen, I think is where it is. If the internet will load. Well, trying to find it. Let me type verse after that. Yeah, so this is really interesting and, and definitely important to our search for peace, by the way. Like when we think that we have 80 years to get it right, and if not, then, and forgive my language, if not, then we're screwed. Um, I just don't buy into that, guys. That's just not, like I really don't. I think, I feel like I've been here before. I've made more mistakes than anyone you know, during the first part of my life, I thought about ending my life. I almost got a divorce. I've lost my business. I almost lost my mom in January this year. 
So like I've been through it guys. And, and I think I've been through it before, by the way, you know, some of these people remember past lives. I'm not saying I remember one, but I definitely feel like I came back and started to figure things out and things started to speed up. And like, I don't know, I, you know, again, I can't prove it, but Tammy says I need to investigate. Yeah. Um, John one twenty two. Uh, I can't find the verse now, but I promise you there's a verse. Go look it up. Um, I'll try to mention it later when we talk about the CE5 stuff this afternoon. Uh, okay, here here it is, I think, from... Because uh, he says, if you're willing to accept it... Yeah, Matthew eleven fourteen, And if you're willing to accept it, John himself is Elijah who was to come. So, like, I mean... It's crazy. And then go look at that in like World English Bible, Names of God Bible, King James Version. Like look at a bunch of different versions. Then look at the Greek on that. And it's pretty. it gets pretty interesting and pretty deep. And there's a lot more of that throughout the Bible, by the way. And so that's why if, the, if, if Elijah can be reincarnated, then so can Christ. And by the way, he can come as a different name every time every time and he can be in every culture and why are we fighting about all these things why are we oh no you need you need jesus like dude do you even know who he was do you even know who he was so that's all i'm saying guys and i want to talk about you finding your peace right now here's a great this is from mindfulnessexercises.com mantras for deep inner peace and this is the and forgive my language here for butchering the pronunciation of this, but the Gayatri Mantra, and I'm not about to say it in the original language, but I will read the English translation of it. It says, we meditate on the glory of the creator who has created the universe, who is worthy of worship, who is the embodiment of knowledge and light, who is the remover of sin and ignorance. May he open our hearts and enlighten our intellect. And I love that, guys. And there's a bunch of other good ones on here. I mean, again, I've never read Hindu scripture, but I start reading it and I'm like, dude, that's in the Bible. Like, it's like it's all it's all together. Oh, no, they had pantheons of gods. Yes, yeah, so does the Bible. Look at all the gods that took people out. These extraterrestrial gods, even the God of the Old Testament, I believe was an extraterrestrial, not the spirit of truth that Christ spoke of as the Father. Uh, how do you prove that reincarnation is real? I, you know, I can't, but I can tell you that it's in a thousand different ancient texts. So, um, And if consciousness is this universal thing and we're all a piece of that consciousness, can... If we're, if we're all individual little synapses, then can we not be replanted into a biological form on this planet or another? So, uh, Tammy says, I lean towards the Buddhism side. Absolutely. And I've been learning so much more about it. I wish I had started learning before now. This is one of my favorite, favorite ones. Uh, this is a Hindu scripture here. The Sarvasham Sav... Uh, Svatar Bhavatu again forgive me guys and, and I promise I'll try to learn I'll try to learn the pronunciation better but this one says may there be well-being in all may there be peace in all 
May there be fulfillment in all. May there be auspiciousness in all. Om, peace, peace, peace. And I've talked before about the sacred sound of Om. Here's a great article too, just to end this podcast today from CambridgeScholars.com. This is an article or a paper, a scholarly paper written on cosmic consciousness and human excellence, implications for global ethics. And just the first part of this says, Cosmo consciousness or cosmic consciousness is a term used to characterize a transcendence of the limits of self-consciousness. As an ultra state of illumination of the mind, the roots of the conception are embodied in a quest for spiritual connection with multidimensional cosmos. And this paper's really good. It goes on, but uh, it's at cambridgescholars.com. Uh, Cosmic Consciousness and Human Excellence. You can look it up. Really, really recommend it. Uh, but it gives more of the scientific view of understanding the mind of the cosmos. And so then when you look at these ancient belief systems, and then you look at things like the Old Testament is a great representation of what happens when we start to put this physicality on everything. We start to, you know, they had all the sacrifices. They had to build the temple a certain way. They had all this stuff. And whatever you believe about the Old Testament God, it's certainly a representation of materialism, even in faith. Um, and so stripping away all of that, we look at what Christ came to say. The kingdom is within you kingdom is within you well no it doesn't say that the bible says it's among you and it, it, he was talking about himself jesus never deified himself he never deified himself he always talked about himself as the son of man he was always making a connection between us and him the whole time showing that he's a son of man showing that hey i will give you rights to become sons and daughters of the most high god of el elyon God most high. Uh, authentic all day says, this is why I love listening to children talk. Yes, because the Bible talks a lot about, and other texts do too. Uh, one of my favorite scriptures is out of, um, out of the gospel of Thomas. And it says, Yeshua said, you know, uh, he who has life will not hesitate about asking a seven day old child from where the place of life is from. Uh, and then he will know uh, the nature of reality. I'm paraphrasing, but like it's it's really interesting. So you get especially the younger consciousness has like this mythos about the universe, and they kind of are all connected. And it's like uh, you have this more authentic expression of that logos, and it's really interesting. Animals do it as well, especially like uh, ones that are more intelligent. Uh, it's really interesting. They play out. Uh, this beautiful, beautiful epic uh, of what this cosmic consciousness is. And so uh, I, for me, guys, I think what I want to just say today, what I want to say today is, are you willing to let go of the dogma and the programming and step into something new and true? Because for me, That's all it's about, guys. And I've I've searched hard, and I've looked under every rock, and I've tried everything out there. And I've made all the mistakes. I've had all the triumphs. I've made a lot of money. I've lost a lot of money. 
I've had a ton of friends. I've had just a few friends. Like I've tried it all guys and it's just not there. And by the way, I've tried to follow this one doctrinal theology that I was raised with and thinking that the truth was in there. And I'm starting to find that that truth is a universal truth and Christ is universal and he is an entity that we can all join and be a part of no matter what name you call him. Happy Grandma says, absolutely. Thank you very much. Uh, Authentic All Day says, my 12-year-old has spoken of reincarnation. See, absolutely. You know, you got kids these days that they have dreams, they see visions, they've got, you know, and what do we try to do? Like send, and I'm not saying you did, but I mean, you know, the world of send them to so-and-so and and get them that script, that per script. Why does it have that that word in it, the script? Because it's a script. You got to follow the script of life, of the physical world. Anyone that doesn't follow that script is like, whoa, what's up with them? I got plenty of people that think I'm crazy, so. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you for being here. I hope you guys are getting what I'm saying with this. Really, really good stuff. You can also go look up the unknown years of Jesus. There's a big theory that, you know, he went to Nepal, India. He spoke with the Essenes and studied under them. Uh, Lots of really interesting theories out there. Are they true? I don't know. It's all theory, right? I never met him, but I know him. And there's a difference between knowing and gnosis. Gnosis is something where you absorb all of this and it embodies you. And you, with love, can help lead others to enlightenment rather than argue dogma because you know something and you hold on to it as true. When you start to experience it, that's a difference and that's what leads to peace. And at first... I promise it's not peaceful, but it starts to change and it starts to ebb and flow. And the more you upgrade, the deeper of this peace you can experience. So I love you guys. Uh, Watch the sunrise and sunset. Praise the creator and see how much that impacts the veil. Amen. Authentic all day. Thank you guys for being here. God bless you. Uh, Like I said, if you like the shirt, it's over at cubcooker.me, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.me. And I'm working on more transcendental images like this. If you guys like this style, please let me know. The best way to let me know is purchase it. That helps me a ton. I get about a little less than half of the transaction. And then after taxes, I get about half of that. So just just so you know, I tried to price these as affordably as possible. They're at about 30 bucks right now. So um, I hope you guys like it. Um, and if you guys want some more like, uh, women clothing, like female clothing, uh, they have some options and tank tops and stuff, but I don't know how much, uh, a lot of, a lot of the ladies have been buying these and, you know, tying up the bottom or something, but you guys let me know what I can do to serve you because as people wear this clothing, like I want it to be a part of the identity of this community. I don't just make it to make a quick buck, like these mean something, you know, I want every time you walk by a mirror and you remember who the Christ is, not who one person in one timeline was, but who the Christ is and that that Christ is in you and to stop and meditate, find that peace, like connect to the cosmic consciousness. So anyway, thank you guys for your support. Be love to others. God bless you. Peace. And I'll see you this afternoon. Tammy says, thanks for your content. And uh, Zell says, I appreciate your perspective. Thank you guys so much. Love you guys. Peace.